The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Aloha! Back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode number 474. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you for being a listener and a someone that partakes in what we make here. Um, as always, I give you the ways that you can get in contact with us if you care to. The telephone number is 949-464-TBLS-8257. That's where you can just call and leave a message. Get lots of messages every week. We got just a great stable of phone callers, and you're welcome to become one of them. 949-464-TBLS-8257. Also, you can send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Love to hear from you guys via the email address. Uh, I recorded and published th- today a new episode of Bonus Bry, which is some of the content that is only available to the people that subscribe to the bonus content. Click the link in the show notes. Sign up there. It is five bucks a month. It is 50 bucks a year. Soon to be 55. Soon to have tiered pricing. Where you can, where you get, maybe we'll come to your house. If you give us enough money, we'll come to your house and do the show for you and your wife. Or Ed and I'll just do the show for your wife. You know, it's up to you. It's whatever you want to do. It depends on the tiers. We got to figure out the tiers. Uh, Click the link in the show notes. Subscribe there. Become a listener. Check out my new bonus bri where I talk about how. LeBron James has ruined the LA Lakers franchise for generations to come. I talk about the, all the things that, um, why we should disband, why we should go to the monarchy, the, the British, um, ruling the, uh, British. Yeah. Monarchy. I don't know. I thought there was another name for it, uh, with long sharp sticks and chase them out of their palaces and steal all their plunder, all their wealth. Uh, and the Sky Rizzy commercial. Do you guys love the Sky Rizzy commercial? Because I do, and it's I talk about that. So uh, it's only available to bonus content subscribers. Plus all the extra stuff we're going to talk about this week that only the bonus subscribers are going to hear. Like the Missouri high school teacher that filmed her geometry. Wait, Missouri high school student that filmed her geometry teacher saying the N-word twice. I don't know how that word comes up in geometry. I never made it past algebra. And I don't think, I don't think there was N words. I mean, I never, I never got to geometry, but it's, I don't never heard that term associated with it. So I don't know. We could talk, we're going to talk about that later and you're only going to hear it if you subscribe to the extra stuff we do every week. I'm joined now as always by the great Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? 
doing well. Um, I did take geometry and yeah, yeah I remember surprising. you got an 800 on, you got an 800 on the math portion. Rhombus and pi. There were, there was like some of that in there, yeah. but I don't remember the yeah. hard R making no, an appearance. No. Even, even the soft, <laughs> even the soft. Yeah. R. Right. Even if it was like, you know, just quoting Tupac or something. Yeah. No, it never yeah. never came up. If they threw if they threw on Sucka N word by by Tribe Called Quest, maybe, you know, if you yeah. had a cool teacher, but possibly. But unlikely. geometry teachers tend to not no. be cool. No, they're not. Definitely not. <laughs> um I have a, a a very like lighthearted uh TV recommendation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jury duty on oh. Prime. I've it's, seen that. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. It's like funny, like it's a palate cleanser because like yeah. everything's so fuck, it's so so serious. Everything's like this, like serious ongoing saga of every show. Uh, this is they take um, they take a guy. It, it's supposed to be like a reality show for jury duty, but w- only one guy doesn't re- like everyone's an actor except for one guy who thinks he's on regular jury duty. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's a, it's a, a bunch of comics. Him. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like funny actors, yeah. and James Marsden yep. plays himself being like this guy who thinks he's too famous to be on a jury, and he's. <laughs> but like it's it's pretty funny. It's just like a, a you know a simple half hour, eight episodes total. The, the eighth episode they show you behind the scenes like yeah. how it's all done. Oh, I kind of want to watch that. But it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun like they just do like fucked up things around him, and yeah. it involves soaking comes up on uh, the show. Oh, it does. Yes. We we're just it's, discussing soaking. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't have known about it yes. if, if we hadn't discussed it. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Soaking, it's one of those things that it's like we just heard about it and now we hear about it all the time. It's like it, right. there was no soaking and then you heard about soaking and now it's all you hear about. At least once a week, somebody's talking soaking. The, the, uh, the, the woman in the soaking situation was telling the guy to jump harder on the bed. And the guy in the situation yeah. was like, Hey, can you, can you not go so hard? Yeah, I come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's, it's a funny, funny show. Exactly. Okay. I'll check it out. I just saw before we went on and this is, this caught my eye while I was waiting to connect with you. Yeah. Happy. Um, congratulations are in order for um, Jeff, newly jacked Jeff Bezos. And his soon-to-be bride, former Channel 13. Yeah. Newscaster? Yeah, former Channel 13 LA local newscaster and also Fox Sports West highlight person for a while, Lauren Sanchez, who I'll admit I used to find kind of hot and like a harsh kind of way but i'm just looking at her now and yeah i mean she's look he's he got everything bolted on that he needed you know she's got she's got a big old set going but she's her face you know she's getting a little older the face is troubling she looks kind of like one of those chimps in from the um from the tim burton uh planet of the apes with marky mark what's her name now i gotta look her up lauren sanchez and I was just thinking about this and look good for them. She was, I mean, you would say she's doing it for the money and this guy's got all the money, obviously, but oh, no, she was lips. Yeah, it's a lot. She was previously married to Patrick Whitesell, who was like the biggest agent in Hollywood. 
So it's like she's so got she had she had money. Yeah, she's I'm sure she she got plenty from that. But here's what I was thinking. And look, I know this this uh, this Jeff Bezos, you know, he's very wealthy. But I do recall that Lauren Sanchez was previously in a relationship with one time Huntington Beach High School rebound record holder before my buddy Jordan snatched that record from him. Tony Gonzalez. Tony G. I don't think Bezos is filling the tunnel. (laughs) I mean, he's he's six feet. I think that might have been brief. Yeah, she might have been. It just has to be one moment. He was was right after Tony G. Yeah, I mean, that's like I mean, it's kind of like the Takalash, you know, this Tony Gonzalez comes through there and he's a he's a big dude. You know, it's a, I'm just saying that's a that's a lot to follow up who's, upon. Who's this Henry Simmons? He was on NYPD Blue. OK, good looking, dude. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations. Yeah. She has a type. Yeah. Good looking well, dudes. Yeah, yeah. Good yes. looking dudes until she went the I'm going for rich guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's true. And, Derek, Derek Fisher is good looking, man. Yeah. Like, oh, he's handsome. Yeah. Right, and yeah. then all of a sudden she's like, you know yeah. what? I'm I'm gonna go a different direction with P- Patrick Weitzel yeah. and, Bezos. and Bezos. These guys aren't yeah. lookers. And even if you scroll down, oh, I don't know if I sent you the story, but I'm looking at this one on People.com, and it shows like a recent picture. Like they got her ring and her set and everything, and then there's kind of a recent picture of them together because she's got the engagement ring on, and that's where she's looking like the like one of the Planet of the Apes people. And then there's a picture, and this is just a couple years ago. She looks pretty normal. You know, it's like these, and she's in her 50s, and she was very pretty, but it's like these. there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way, and, and people just go too far. They just go too, too far. I don't know who wants, it's weird. Yeah. I guess, like, if you have... A full set of lips. It's yeah, one thing, but like yeah. I feel like everybody fucks up the lips. Yeah, and she already had like bigger right. lips than normal, you know. And so she just went way over. And it looks like, and maybe this is just a bad picture. I'm zooming in. Yeah, lo- I'm looking at several pictures yeah. with the Planet of the Apes yeah. mouth. Yeah, she went. Situation she, looks like she went to the equine dentist and said, "Hey." Yeah. Give me go. Let's go full size on the veneers. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go big as possible. She's got the gray gums. Like it's they got all the money. Like right. you, you don't have to go so big you know, on the we teeth. Talk, we talk about people like how rich they are. Like yeah. she she literally has all the money now. Yeah. She's got all the money. She can. Well, we talk often about how Tiger Woods was nearly a billionaire and he still had that one dead tooth in the front. And why for did a he, long time. For a long time. He was way too rich to have that dead tooth. And eventually he got it fixed. Similarly, there are, there are older, like Jennifer Lopez comes to mind. Like she doesn't, yeah. she looks beautiful. Obviously she's probably enhanced in many ways, but yes. she's, she, she can afford to go to the best doctors. And so this Lauren Sanchez also can afford to go to the best doctors. And she got the biggest teeth. Jan Anderson. Exactly. Another one. Jan Anderson. Looks great. Looks, looks great. Yeah. Has had some work done. Of course. Looks Looks, great. Looks fantastic. 
Well, anyway, and this woman yeah, with all the money looks like fucking Cornelius or yeah, Doctor Zayas. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She's got. She looks very much what? like the Michael Jackson version of the Planet of the Apes. It's a. It's a. It's a tough look, but I'm very happy for them. He's, you know, remember we talked about how he had to get that bridge torn down for his yacht, and his his yacht he got. Um, Is that you know, in Holland? Yeah, it was in Holland. You know how they put the they put like a girl on the front of the boat or whatever. He got he had a oh, wooden yeah. carving made of his lady. I mean, I'm sure that'll look great. You know, five years from now when they <laughs> move on from each other. Uh, but congratulations to them. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's. You ready to talk some sports? Well, let's let's talk about who we love. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Let's let's talk about who died. Just tell us who was dead now. Oh, I played them both. I didn't even mean to do that. This is like a mashup. I mashed them up. I didn't know you could do this on my board. Oh my god! I've, I've created genius. This is beautiful. I'm reminded. I'm gonna have to go find this. So tell me, Doug. Okay, I gotta scroll back here. Telling like in the beginning of the song. Yeah. When he says. Very sad. Very sad. I like that, too. I like that, too. It's so good. <laughs> I forgot that over the weekend, uh, my dear friend, Janie, who we used to go to the same gym, she she's the one, remember, that she got married on your birthday, 311. And she, oh, and our, right. our invitations must have gotten lost in the mail because. Yeah, I was, I was, I was waiting on my birthday. I still was looking into last second flights. Yes. But I never got that call. She, she sent me a TikTok that somebody sent her that was set to the very same George Benson's Give Me the Night. She said, a friend sent this to me and all I can do is sing, tell me who's dead now. It's a sad segment. In parentheses, very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I appreciate that. Um, Ed, tell us who is dead now. Uh, First up, superstar Billy Graham. He was a wrestling legend, 79 years old. So like a wrestling legend before the heyday of the 80s. He really was. He would. I recall him. He was a little before my time, but he was kind of around the WWF. Like he was a known thing, but yes. as yeah. Hulk Hogan moved in on yes. the scene, like yeah. guys like him were marginalized. He did. He would wear. He was very tan, and then he had the. He had like the dyed black um, scruff with the with the uh, bleached goatee. Yeah, Hogan copied that yeah, for when he like, went bad. He kind of did. And he would wear a chain a chainmail thing on his head. And then recently, I was watching, because I'm a sucker for any kind of wrestling documentaries, and now Amazon, Amazon Prime knows me. So they only feed me bodybuilding and pro wrestling documentaries. And I started watching this one. It was about how it's called 350 days on the road. It was about all the traveling they had to do and how horrible it was. And they, and they interviewed Billy Graham and the guy's like in his seventies and he's still doing the thing. He's still got to go in. He's doing the dying of the beard. He's dying and bleaching. That's gotta be so much work. Just like shaving is hard enough. Yes. Unbelievable. I mean, now he doesn't have to worry about that that anymore because he's of course passed away. Like my my dad n- never had a beard 
yeah. grown up yep. and like and like now he just is weird because yeah. he's like fuck shaven fuck shaven yeah. i i appreciate that yeah i can't even really grow a beard and i realized the other day i looked in the mirror and i'm like oh fuck i haven't shaved in a while and i got like the wolverine quadrants where the, the sides of my head are gray patches yeah. yeah and then the then all the way down my sideburn like to the to the corner of my chin also gray and then it goes brown again so it's like i'm 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 like really working a wolverine like a wolfman jack yeah look. yeah exactly yes wolfman <laughs> jack he was a dj why did we know who he was yeah i think he was like a philly dj like it it was not it wasn't right. like he was howard stern yes he he just played he just played really songs. a personality. He just had that really deep voice. Great voice. Great voice. Like a lot of your game show hosts, and of course Dick Clark, they all started out in radio. They were DJs, but then they became like TV guys. Wolfman Jack, so you, it's like Wink Martindale. He was a DJ, but you didn't know that. Or Bob Eubanks, he was a DJ. You didn't know that you knew him as a game show host. W- Wolfman Jack was a famous DJ. He never became a game show host. He was just known for being a DJ. Why? I don't was, was he was he uh, a square on Hollywood Square? It's like been. why why he would I know been. him? I know. Why did we know him? I don't know. He was just around. He was on Scooby Doo. Wolfman yeah, Jack. That's right. American DJ. Holy shit. Uh well And no. lived much longer than well, than expected. I was too, gonna right? say Tell us, it's a sad segment. Tell us who is dead now. He didn't see 9-11, Ed. He's, uh, mm. Wolfman Jack kicked off in 1995. Are you implying, oh, I was going to say, are you implying he had something to do with He might have done it. He, he and Bush might have been working together. Robert Weston Smith, January 21st, 1938 to July 1st, 1995, known as Wolfman Jack. Now, again, there's not even a Jack. He's not even a Jack. He made up the whole thing. Wait, wait, wait it was his first name is Robert? Yeah. Bob, which should be Wolfman, Wolf, Wolfman Bob. Wolfman Bob would have been just fine. Yes. Famous for the gravelly voice, which he credited for his success, saying it's... Kept- I don't hate Wolfman, though. No. That's no, good. No, it's good. And he kind of did, like, one of these promo he like- pictures, he's got, he's got fangs. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that before. Yeah. Smith was born in Brooklyn, New York, the younger of two children, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, his, he was a legacy. Oh no no! His old man bought him a radio. Nepo baby? Yeah, no no. He did, he made his own way. Wolfman Jack. Yeah, it was a- like super deep. After graduating from NAB in 1960, Smith began working as Daddy Jules. So this it's kind of like wrestling, where you got to come up with a gimmick and see which catch what catches on. I don't know. I don't know why. Which, which brings was- us back to wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Billy Graham. Super, super, RP 79. Superstar Billy Speaking Graham. Speaking of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you ever listened to Behind the Bastards. That's like the dollop. Oh no, I it's haven't. a pretty solid, pretty pretty solid podcast. And they're in the middle of a multi-part uh, Vince McMahon oh, history's greatest monster. Oh yeah, yeah. And so they're yeah. they're two in, and they talk the first. So there's going to be at least three parts. They've done two of them. The first part was like kind of the history of professional wrestling, and they talk about Billy Graham and some of some of the guys of his. Oh, uh, yeah. era. Harley then, Race, handsome yeah, Harley then, Race. Yeah, uh, Gorilla Monsoon, oh, all yeah. those guys. Oh yeah, and then and then um, and then like then it gets into Vince McMahon, like his childhood, and and you know he just becomes a bigger bigger monster. Yeah. over time. Now he, now he's gone full full movie villain. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Right down to the weird look. Yes. Awful. Um, R.P. Smith's base, bassist Andy Rourke, oh. 59 years old. Pancreatic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I read pancreatic. Oof. R.I.P. Way too young. Yes. Um, Jim Brown died at 87 years old. And I have read a bunch of obits or at least headlines and and first paragraphs, that kind of stuff. Yeah. His first paragraph should have been the same as Ike Turner. Yeah. Like, sure. Sure. He had a gift to give the world. Yeah. Yes. But Ike Turner, every obit in his opening paragraph, it talked about how he kicked the shit out of Tina. Yes. Um, yeah. And Jim Brown did lots of uh, domestic violence. Tons of he, it. He tons. And it is. And it look, all I see about Jim Brown is that he was complicated. He was a complicated figure, which is but like even so that fucked. Yes. Would, which even that appears in the ninth paragraph. That yeah, he was yes. Complicated. Yeah. And it's like he like Ike Turner basically invented rock and roll. Like he he was one of the first people that took rhythm and blues and turned it into rock and roll, and you would never know that because he was he terrorized and assaulted women, specifically Tina Turner. Similarly, Jim Brown was a fucking really good athlete. He was fucking amazing, and he started movies and shit. And he also threw women off balconies. Like why and why isn't that there? There was, there was one time where if he took some sort of sensitivity training, yeah. Uh, he he could avoid jail time. He's like, no, I'll take ten days in jail yeah. for it instead. Yeah. I think that was the one in L.A. where he, his wife cowered in a vehicle while he beat it with a shovel. He broke all oh, the shovel, windows. Not a, not a yes. golf club. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a fucking monster. Complicated yeah. guy. He was complicated. One of, one of the best running backs. Yes, he he did uh, play a big part in yeah. civil rights yes. movement. He sure he had Ali's back. Like he did for good women. things. Yeah. But he was a fucking monster yes. to women, and that should yes. be in the first paragraph of every obit. I do. Wow. I also, what also should be in there is from Andre Agassi's book, where Andre Agassi, um, well, Andre Agassi's dad um, hustled Jim Brown at tennis when uh, Andre Agassi was like eight. And Jim Brown was like wow. 39 and he's like, Hey, do you want to play my son? And he's like, are you kidding? And then, and then Andre Agassi just smoked him set after set at some club in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this, this uh, late breaking one, yeah. uh, the word just came down today. Ray Stevenson, only 58. Very he sad. was, uh, he was, I knew him best from Rome. The Great HBO. show. And he was the, he was the best part of that show. Yeah, because he was he, ju- was he would just big, fucking like, kill everybody. Ogre dude. Yes, he yeah. would fuck people up in that show. I didn't realize that the other guy on that show was Tommy from Train Spotting yes. until like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, I I I think I I didn't know it at the yeah. time of watching Rome, but then I saw yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a Train Spotting. Yep. Then um, after that, they made him the Punisher. I mean, the guy was a good actor and a young man. Although he was, he definitely had aged quite a bit between Rome and his dying at fifty eight. Yeah, that's hands, too young. Handsome to big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was a good looking dude. Good, but yeah. uh, he was a monster though. Like big big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. R.I.P. R.I.P. Okay, let's talk some sports. Brian, they call me the other guy. 
I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hands that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. And what is going on in the world of sports? Uh, DeMar DeRozan said the NBA mm. has a lot of sorry motherfuckers yes. on a podcast. Yes. He and Paul George estimate there's a good 75 to 100 that stink. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see that every night. There's too, there's too many teams. There's too many games. And look, I don't want to be this guy. Like, get your bag. Get your bag. But these guys make a lot of money. And they don't try until there's three minutes left in the game. That's all. That's think, all there is to it. That's I can't I, watch it. I think a guy like DeRozan has yeah. a ton of talent, yeah. but but works his ass off. Yep. And I think there are so many guys that like, like you said, like it's you know it's about getting that bag. And some of these guys are like, you know yeah. what? I'll just yeah. kind of give it a, give it my best for yep. a quarter. And in th- the Lakers, you know the. The Lakers were very interested in DeMar DeRozan. And then GM LeBron James said, oh, no, no, no. You guys got to go get me West Russell Westbrook. I can win with him. And DeMar DeRozan, he's an L.A. guy. He's probably very bitter that he's not here in L.A. where he belongs. The one thing I'll say about Westbrook, he always tried. Yeah, no. He just, no, you know, he's right. run out of gas yeah. in his career. Oh, but yeah. He was one of the few guys that, like, there was never a minute he took off. Oh, still, to this day, he wants to kill you. He wants to bite your fucking dick off on every play, which I respect. But it's just, you know, yeah. you can't, yeah, you're not that good gas. forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas Aces coach Becky Hammond and friend of the show, Jay Stu, have <laughs> something in common. <laughs> That's right. She was just suspended two games over alleged comments about a player's pregnancy. Uh, yes. Some uh, people think yeah. it should only happen yeah. during the offseason. I, I mean, I will I will say to to defend Becky Hammond, the the players in the in the WNBA, they're the ones that potentially have the baby. Jay Stu's pissed that Bruised our Gratterall has can't make a can't make a, a midday tilt in Milwaukee because his <laughs> wife's giving birth, but he'll be there the next day. And Jason's like, that's out of line. It's unprofessional. Yeah, miss, selfish. One 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 hundred sixty second yes. of the season. Rush Stuba over there is enraged. I mean, this look, I didn't look, I didn't know there were that many WNBA. NBA players that had the potential to be pregnant, but that's if, Hey, congratulations. Also, it's like being a WNBA player. It's like a regular job. You know, yeah, it's they like, have to work. They have to work in the off season yes. they have to find another yeah, basketball job. Exactly. It doesn't pay like the, you know, like the big leagues. So uh, I'm, I'm team Becky Hammond here. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what she said. Me either. It's, no no one's really think, said. I, I would think that a women's league, they would yeah. kind of understand that pregnancy is part of the game. Uh, you think, you think, well, and it's like, then like, do you get, are you as good anymore? Who's the, um, 
big Cheryl swoops. No, the big skinny volleyball <laughs> player. Lester. No, the um, she went to Stanford. She played with Misty May from Long Beach oh, State. Oh, uh, Carrie Walsh. Carrie Walsh. She had babies and then came back. So I guess you can get your get you know back to what because your hormones change, your body changes. Like you can be really different after having uh, having a baby, and maybe you're not as good of an athlete anymore, but. Um, you know what it's, Hey, they got to make, there's got to be enough incentive for you not to have babies, you know? And if there isn't have the fucking babies. I've, I've, I've completely changed my mind since the beginning of the story. <laughs> Becky, calm they the fuck down, bitch. They just don't make enough money they to don't. be like, they don't. Hey, put, put off having babies yes. until your playing career is over. Yes. Like you know, they don't make enough money for that. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Diamondbacks pitcher. Zach Gallen accidentally killed a bird with a warm-up throw against the A's. Do we know what kind of, was it a dove? Because uh, um, Randy Johnson, the big unit, how did, why did they call him that? I'll never understand. Um, he got a, he got a dove with a pitch that one time. And it exploded. I can't tell. I've seen the vid- yeah, video. Yeah. And he hit something, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I ran over a dove one time. It was yeah, in the street and yeah. like a Costanza, we had a deal and he just didn't get out of yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. You figure um, they'd know better. I, well, we, it is important to, to know that birds are sky garbage. So yes, it's okay. They're awful. They're, I, I think we discussed on the show how I rented that Jeep that one time and I drove across the desert. And when I went to return the Jeep, they were going to charge me 75 bucks unless I went and washed it. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, I'm like, I've never washed a rental car. And they're like, yeah, never. I know. They're like, you're supposed to return it in the same condition you took it away in. And I'm like, this is bullshit, but I didn't want to spend 75 bucks. So then I had to go wash it. And I happened to know that driving across the Mojave Desert, I had murked a bird. A whole flock flew in front of me. And, there, and the, it's carcass. You called it Sully? Yeah, it's car- yes, I sullied it. And its carcass was on the front of the vehicle And I wasn't about to touch it Because I fear dead things So I I hit it with that power washer And eventually it just went thunk And fell to the ground in the the car wash Uh, There is an update to the story, Ed Just before we went to air here on Monday night This this story broke Will Brennan killed a bird with a base hit During a Guardians-White Sox game Wow. It's it's just like a fucking bird holocaust on in the major leagues this week. Well, remember we did the story a few years ago when they built the new Minnesota oh, yeah. uh stadium yeah. and the glass, the glass the glass like wall or dome yeah. and the birds were just yeah, they were just flying in. Fly right into that sucker, you know? They don't know. They don't they you just see seen, some other birds there. They don't you know. You ever be in like middle school or high school and a bird would just fly right into the window oh, and yeah. it would just fuck up the class oh, and yeah. it was awesome. Oh yeah. I, did you see that? I went to in fourth grade, my elementary school was pretty near the beach and and there were so many seagulls because, you know, there's just there's a lot of chips and sandwiches around for those disgusting animals to come get. And some people would get shit on left and right. It was it was it was like the Luftwaffe uh, at at our uh, playground. You know, it was just bird shitting all over everybody. Yeah, oh. they're, they're handing out keep calm, carry on. Yes, yeah, they are. We had, well, we had to go, go about your way. We had, to, we had to take refuge in the in the tunnels down there in, the, in the tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dodgers, your Dodgers, disinvited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll start by saying LGBT group from their Pride Night after opposition from yeah. conservative Catholic groups. Yeah. Now, before we discuss this story, yes. 
the article says LGBTQIA+. Yes, no. So, this is a test? Okay, Q, Q is questioning. Queer. No, queer. Oh, questioning. Oh. I think you might be right. Because used to be queer. Because because the G is gay. Isn't isn't gay queer and queer the same thing? No, Ed, stop. You got to stop just, right now. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be an ally. I don't, <laughs> I don't I honestly don't like I, I of don't course, know either. Yeah. Have sex with whoever you want to have of sex course. with unless it's a child. Or me. But yeah. Um but I don't What's I? Intersex. That's Intersex. when you got both. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. That's when you got both. Oh, yeah. uh, what's his yeah. name? Andy uh, Kaufman. No, who's who's the, Andy oh Circus? <laughs> no, yeah. certainly not him. Oh. I don't know what he is. I don't know. Yeah, no, the, 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 the Spanish dude who. Uh, oh my god! Yes. he was in the Untouchables. He's oh he's, oh Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. <laughs> oh what? I'm pretty sure he was uh, the rumor on him. I, I was I was once at a party with Andy Garcia. He wore a scarf, did, did, but I I got under the I did, under the hood. We didn't use the restroom at the same time, but I would I would like to have known. He had, he had a real aura about him. I was afraid to approach him, so I didn't. Uh, yeah, intersex. Oh, so yes, Ed, the the Dodgers, who who really have pioneered this. Like they've been hosting this LGB. Fuck TQIA plus thing for years. They got they got bullied, and, and it's hard. To, it, yes, it's, it's hard to know because what what ends up happening in these situations is whoever has the loudest voice gets kowtowed to, and this is, seems like what it happened here. But uh, more breaking news just before we went to air here on Monday night: the Dodgers have reinvited, have apologized to whatever group that was that they disinvited. And reinvited them, and the and the sisters of whatever have have chosen to accept their invitation. So the Catholics are probably going to be real mad again. But like every every team does a Pride Night. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's just confusing. I know this it's was a lot. Yeah, where just, they took a stand. I know it's weird. Let them. Let uh, everybody. Let them live. Let these let people live. live. Yeah. But also, what's the plus for? Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say, I don't know what the plus is. I don't know what the plus is. We, uh, <laughs> I'm getting ready to go on a trip. I don't know if I should say this. I'm getting ready to go on a trip. And, um, last year I went on this trip with, um, with my girlfriend and her dad. And he, um, we go this down, wasn't the swingers trip. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was no dad was involved in that. So my girlfriend and her dad, we go down to Cabo. He's got a place down there. It's a nice, we spend a week down there. It's very nice. And we went down there last year and he's like, Hey, do you like this new hat? I got, he's, I got, I got this cool new hat and he's wearing like, it's like a dad a rainbow. Yeah. It's like a dad hat. And it had like a hand thrown up the peace sign and with a rainbow inside the hand. And, um, my chick's like, should I tell him? And I'm like, uh, you should probably tell him. And then she did tell him. And he's like, oh, seriously? He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. I don't care. It's just a hat. And then he never wore the hat again. The whole rest of the time. So, hey, look, you know, to each their own. I I, uh, I may have told this story. I was at yeah. a, a brewery in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And I really liked the shirt. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then I bought it. And then as I'm like going to to 
put the card down. They yeah. they like, hey, just so you know, and they flip the the, the shirt over, yeah. and on the back it just says "Love is love" like three thousand times. Yeah, and I was like, uh, all right, yeah. well, you know, and they're like, you still want to buy it, right? And I was like, of course, well, yeah, of you're course. stuck at that point. I got to tell you, you know, it's not getting worn too much. I, I've, I've only worn it like twice <laughs> yeah, in three years. Yeah. It's a gym it's, shirt. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah. of course, love is love, and yeah. I, I, I love yeah. everybody. Of course. But, like, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not that kind of sure. message yeah. where. You're not a proclaimer. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, you're still an ally. I'm an ally. Yep. But I would like to know what the plus is for. I don't, yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure we could find out, but we already Googled Wolfman Jack, and, uh, you know, we don't yeah, use too much that's of our one Google too many time. Googles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> USC Athletic Director Mike Bone. Bone? Yeah, yeah, Bone. Uh, He resigned after it was reported he had made multiple inappropriate comments about female colleagues' physical appearance. Now, I heard that also he used to be the AD at the University of Cincinnati, where he also had this also happened there, too. So he had already lost a job? Well, no, I don't think he lost a job, but he was a known groper. But in Cincinnati, you know, they don't really. It's, That's right. It's not That's a big deal. Huggy bear territory. Yeah, exactly. Originally. And so and look, and how much does the USC AD make? Probably about a million bucks. Oh, it's it's a very good gig. Yeah. You just got to you got to hold fundraising yeah, events. Yeah. You go and he got him in the Big Ten. And you got Lincoln the Riley. The team is, is, is on the upward swing. So I mean, it's it can't a, be Utah. But, you know, other than that. But I'm saying it's yeah. they've got Caleb Williams. Like yeah. the the best job in the world is the AD for a school that has having a success yes. in football because yep. the the money just That's pours money in. Is. That's where the money is. And now here, it, like, how hard is it? You got you're making this good money. How hard is it just not to be groping to help? Like it's like yeah. everybody there works for you. Just don't be like, hey, Grace. Tits looking good today. I like it. You should wear that top more often. Like, how hard is it not to do that? And so then I was thinking about just, it. Yeah. To just go outside the job. Yes. And then you can be like, yeah. man, you should see the tits on Grace. Yes. But you just don't do yes. it in the office. Exactly. It's, it's not that hard. Seems pretty easy. But since it's obviously not because this happens a lot, why don't organizations like this hire decoys? So they're so they'll get They'll they'll bring in they'll bring in star. yeah they'll bring in like a pro and be like hey Mike uh, meet Trixie she's your new admin she absolutely hates it when you make comments about her massive set and then it's like he like he wants to torment her and she's got her big boobs out all the time and he does it and he thinks she hates it but really she's just paid to absorb his uh, lecherdom. Yeah, I think we're on I'm looking at him. Yeah. I don't know his exact age, yeah. but he's old enough to just be from a different era yeah. that, like, he doesn't get it. Yeah, he doesn't look that old, but and he's not getting another million dollar job. He'll probably. Oh, he looks grabby though. He looks grabby, yeah. and the grin in some of the pictures you 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 can feel how it all goes down. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure, I get you but he's not like it. he's not like uh, Jerry Richardson when he was doing that. Like he was yeah. like eighty. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. This guy's probably in his early 50s, 50, mid 50s. Yeah. yeah. 50, yeah, I would yeah. say in, yeah. in that range. According to multiple sources inside the USC athletic department, Bone made inappropriate remarks about the physical appearance of female colleagues. 
Additional sources told the writer that Bone did not attend meetings he was supposed to attend. Well, he's he's big dick in it. He's like, I, look, I ain't coming to that meeting. I'm Mike Bone. Uh, Bone, and they were asked by that. Yeah, so, there, so a big expose was about to drop in the LA Times. Oh, you could see. You're just looking at these pictures, and you see the look on his face, and you're like, oh, no, he's thinking about fucking right now. He's thinking about grabbing some ass. He's go- going to a massage parlor after work. He looks like that kind of dude. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, um, he's not getting another million dollar job after this. That's for sure. Well, somebody also lost their job in the world of college football, but not quite as high profile. University of Michigan assistant coach Shemi Shembeckler has also resigned just three days after he was hired. When people started poking around on that Twitter account and they re- saw activity yeah. with posts and likes supporting slavery and Jim Crow. Yeah, he's. Wonder how he got the job. Yeah, and you know, he goes by Shemmy because he probably like people were like, okay, well, you don't need to wear a pin with your dad's picture on it everywhere you go. Like we just <laughs> call yourself Shemmy, like, and we'll know. Like like Canadians who wear the maple leaf on their backpacks yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. In Europe, so they're like, hey, just so you know, I'm not, we're not American. American. Just, we're not, I'm not just American. You don't know. <laughs> uh, do you, I was wondering, like, do you think? Jim Harbaugh probably didn't even know who this guy was, right? Because Jim Harbaugh, he's one of those guys that, because of whatever he has, he only can know like eleven people at any one yeah, time. But he, yeah, but he played for Bo, so yeah. I'm sure, like he owed him Jim a Beckler, favor. Yeah, even yeah. though everybody conveniently looks past the uh, the misconduct that Bo oh, looked the other yeah, way for, yeah. there was yeah. they all do that. There was some Sandusky stuff going on in his oh, there, backyard oh, oh, too, and that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, R.I.P. Shemmy. Sure. Some car dealer. It's like it's like uh, Vince Young. You know, you'll get some job somewhere selling direct TV or well, something. Remember, be fine. Vince Young had that no show job know, that couldn't do it. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't hack it. He just had to show, just up, show up once, once in a while. while. <laughs> once a month. He's like, Whew. I've got I've got I've got a meal to, to have at yeah. uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, he was spending five G's a day at Cheesecake Factory. How can you be expected <laughs> to show up for work when there's cheesecakes to be consumed yeah well he yeah. and shammy can get together yes absolutely uh there's a new fan theory that the father of porn star La- uh lana yeah it's lana rhodes lana yeah lana rhodes's baby is nuggets role player bruce brown even though that baby really does look like blake griffin remember when <sighs> we did the so story that, like him yeah that like it was a net during the 2020 season yeah. or something yep and and she's not telling, which is weird. It's weird that you're playing some sort of like yeah. uh, clickbait thing with the, the father of your child. Yeah. Now I don't know which is worse or which is better because if it's oh, it's better to have the the max right contract dude. Yeah, but he's he's at the end, right? He's at. There's no more max contracts coming. He's done. Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling there's never going to be a nice right. contract right. for Bruce Brown. But he's a role player. So you always you, want the, the bag? Yeah, sure. But he's a role player. He's gonna. He's gonna play eight, he's nine more win years a ring this year. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I never heard of the guy before this week. This Lana Rose, she was a real worker too. I don't know if she's still. Uh, I don't know if she's still active in the game, yeah. but I definitely had seen her work active. back in the day. Yeah. She she did a lot of work. However. Yeah, for an NBA player who doesn't do a lot of work, yeah. the money the money yeah. is yeah. incomparable. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, she should definitely uh, she should definitely hope for it to be. Or she, I mean, I assume she knows. We should hope yeah. for it to be Blake Griffin's kid because it looks exactly like him. 
Uh, okay, let's talk some. I mean, let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He's he down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big Here's, here's Lana Rhodes and Bruce Brown follow each other on Twitter. And I can't imagine anybody's following Bruce Brown on Twitter unless they have fluid shared at some point right <laughs> unless they've concocted something inside the, the tube right like even even the biggest nba porno star fan is not like she might follow like steph curry or you know uh jason tatum you know Do but you she's think- not going that far down the roster to denver right. to bruce brown now no, no conversely chance. do you think bruce brown ever liked one of her tweets on 9 11 <laughs> Unlikely. Like Ted Cruz? Unlikely. Unlikely. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's do some voice mails. Hey, ballers. um, In just starting episode 473, you know who just popped up on my TV? Tell me. Andy Garcia. (laughs) Shut up. What are the odds? Does he. What are the odds? He's at the Laker game. does Does he have both a penis and a vagina? Can you tell? That's. I was. I was madly Googling it. Like. Yeah. It, it much much like the uh, the Richard Gere story and the Rod Stewart story. Like yeah. I heard that several times yeah. from several. It does sources sound kind of familiar. It does when I was a kid, but it's yeah. been scrubbed. Uh, it's been scrubbed. Of course, it has. Is he while he's at the Laker game? Is he wearing a scarf? Because at the party I was at, he had a scarf on the entire time. Was it cold or was this like a well, dust? It, it was in November. It, no, it was no, it wasn't. It was it was I mean, I don't know that there's weather appropriate. In Southern California. Bacon. Oh, he's not wearing a scarf. Yeah, no scarf. He's looking looking pretty good. He's yeah. looking kind of the way he's always looked. Okay. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. He's it's good seems actor. to have a big nice watch. Yeah. Oh no, he's wealthy. Button down jacket, yep. like pretty yep. sunglasses inside. Yep. He's yeah, he's he's doing well. For himself. He was also in that movie Things to Do in Denver. If you're dead, is that the kind Great of synergy movie. that was that why he's at the game versus the Denver Nuggets? Yeah, yeah. I, I anything anything goes when you're down. Yeah, three zero. Now you're down three zero. You're no one has ever come back from three zero. No, the, and and your best case scenario is you win, and then you got to fly to Denver where the airport is an hour from the town. Then you get to Denver, you fucking drive all the way. You finally get to your hotel. I think it's pretty far. You drive all the way, get to your hotel, you sleep, you get up, you have shoot around. Then you go the next night and just lose. So it's like, just lose tonight. Why would you want to go and and have to travel just to go lose the series? I would say quit, quit tonight. You don't want to let, 
You don't want to let Bateman down. That's he's clapping true. away. No, he's great. I know. He's great. He's a good dude. Okay, here's Ben. About um, Breaking Bad, and this is how I know him. We're living in the simulation. Uh, I literally just picked up that show um, because I forgot I never finished it, like six, seven, eight years ago. That is interesting. So last week, if you had, if, for those that weren't listening, we were talking about shows that we had started and given up on or whether we sh- whether it's okay to give up on a show. And I had said I was an early – I had Breaking Bad recommended to me very early, but I watched one episode, and then when I heard – uh, Jesse Pinkman talk about how he puts um, chili powder into his meth, and he's like, "That's my chili pee, yo. That's my signature." Oh, and I'm like, "Oh, man. I'm out. I can't watch this show. I'm never watching this again." And then I ended up not watching it for like a couple years. Ben, I think, is saying he is he has a similar situation, except it's now. Um, so I picked it up again just recently, yep. and one of the things I noticed that almost I almost was like, I don't know if I could finish this. Like, literally was, like, watched one episode. I think I stopped at season three, so I picked up season four, which wasn't a bad place to pick up. Um, I wasn't going to watch it all over again. But anyway, so I picked it back up around season four. Thank God for Netflix telling me where I was stopped. But I was like, oh, my God, this show is slow. Yeah. Like, I think we're just irreparably, like, damaged into seeing things happen so fast in TV shows now that, like, character development or anything developing over a long period of time in a show is, like, I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. Like, there was a part of an episode recently where, like, they had a minute, a minute and a half of, like, one guy going out to the desert to dig up a box to get money. Yeah. And they shot the entire thing of him going to the car, going to the trunk, getting the shovel, going out in 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 the desert, digging a hole, like... It was like we didn't need to see that, did we? Yeah, we did. But, though. Anyway, but you were raptured. Great show. I mean, you were I'm, in rapture. I'm glad I picked it back up again. But I just I, for a minute there, I couldn't get through it. Keep it baller. Yeah, I I like the slow burn. Like the wire was like that. So I I I my favorite show, the wire. Yeah. Um. I also first episode. I remember watching it like right, right away when it came on. And yep. then being like, it's oh, pretty slow. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this type of thing. And then after season one, somebody's like, "What? You didn't watch it? Yeah. It's, it's great." Yep. And then, and then I went back and loved it. But sometimes it's just the mood you're in. It, t- it totally is, absolutely. And especially like if it's late and I'm sleepy, it's like I'm just not going to be into a show. And so a lot of times I'll be just like. I'll, I'll tell my chick, I'm like, just put on something mindless because if we start watching something, I'm not going to be into it and then I'm never going to watch it again. It is interesting, though, that all the shows that we consider the best shows are yeah. all are all those kind of slow burners. Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, The Wire. They all right. kind of have that same sort of small, plotting small pace. Wonder. Yes, Small, small Wonder. wonder. Yeah. Show. Slow burn. <laughs> Very. Uh, thank you for that, Ben. Here's another one. Boys. Uh, oh, quick La La La. Uh-huh. Is he? Do you think Lala's going to try to get us to play the Scoop It Up song? Because he seems to like to do that. And also, <laughs> this is a real... This is the real 27 Yankees of voices. We got we got 906 yeah. and Lala back to back. Yeah. Great, great voices. Coming. Yeah. Wouldn't mind a little palate cleanser of Kyle bringing a different oh, yeah. 
Colin's different Conley. voice, but also great. He he texted me today. He sent me a picture where he's okay. So he's still there. Oh, he's he still there. Oh yeah. No, we're good. I thought we weren't friends anymore. I thought because I was afraid we were we were well, out. Because Super Lee had kind of chased him off because oh, so um somebody posted a picture. It's so interesting this world that we have. I don't know if they knew each other already, but you know our buddy Chuck Snowjet SST, the guy that made this yes. song. Great guy. The, these two guys, they posted a picture of themse- each other or to themselves together. I can't talk. And it was Chuck and who? Chuck and Super Lee. I'm all over the place. Hold on. I'll get back to Kyle. Chuck and Super Lee posted a um, picture on Twitter of the two of them together. It looked like they were at like a brewery or something. Nice. And just two great guys. Yeah. This fucking Super Lee appears to be a unit. Like this, he played. I, he I played know football. he played football at, of course. I, but I, I'm like that dude's a big dude. I, I, I embarrassingly, um, when I was uh, doing this workout program recently, I embarrassingly posted because I had reached the um, what I thought was the pinnacle of being able to squat four plates. And so I posted a picture that I was that I was in the four plates club. I had finally been able to squat 405 pounds. And Super League goes. Oh, you benching that? Oh. He's like, oh, you're finally in the four plate club like the rest of us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, not even not even close. So, yeah, he's a big dude. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Kyle texted me today. He sent me a video and it's just it's like sun setting and he's in his combine and it's just roll. It's just rolling through the field and it's planting corn in perfect lines as as he rolls oh, through the so field satisfying and, yeah and he's got the brewers game on with bob euchre and i was like oh my god i'm like how great is that I, I, that's what i said i go and those you're laying those perfect lines it's so satisfying and he goes oh no it's got auto steer so the <laughs> so it just does it and i just sit here and listen to the game and make sure nothing goes wrong listen to you they're in first place yeah everything's yeah. coming up millhouse i know it's great okay here's lala i'm thinking how often do you guys Masturbate? Telltale's wardrobe or get new clothes, change it out. It seems like I see on my Facebook memories from I don't know how many years ago, I'll see a picture of me and holy shit, I stuck in the same shirt. Oh, yeah. I gotta be honest, I don't understand a word he's saying. He's asking how how often you uh, recycle your clothes. Like he's, And then he says he sees a picture of himself years ago and he realizes he's still wearing the same shirt. And I do that all the time. I just, I was wearing a oh. shirt a couple days ago that I'm, I'm like, oh, I bought this shirt 10 years ago and I still wear it all the time. There's, there's I, lots certain garments. Of my clothes are, lots of my clothes are older than my kids. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and I, I told you the, the saddest moment with my clothes was one time there was a, I think the Clint Eastwood movie, Grand Torino, and he moved to like a rough section of Detroit. The next door neighbor boy was like, yeah. he's supposed to be like yeah. really like yeah. deep poverty. And I had the same shirt as him. I was, <laughs> and I was wearing it in the theater and yeah. I was like, oh man, yeah. this isn't a good look. I know. That's pretty funny. You're wearing look it how, to the movie. Look, yeah, yeah. Look how poor this kid is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I do that. Let's see if I, I mean uh, LSU's line is kind of fucked up here. And I know my wife fucking clothes like oh, yep. every couple of weeks. Oh. It, it's something new coming to Amazon. But hold on, I'm 
I'm wondering if Wait. all that like me, we just wear the same shit over and over. Yes. Or if, uh, I'm just an outlier on how that goes with you guys. Yep. Another thing, um, I know it's 311 is a, a big holiday. Biggest. Um, but there's also another holiday. Oh. I'm going to say this past week, I'm calling for the actual day that you guys aren't going to film or record until this weekend or Monday. But uh, I want to give a shout out to a, uh, a special host and uh, wish him well on his day uh, of celebration this week. Oh. Thank you for that, LSU. He's referring to your birthday on Friday, right? That's right. Yes. Thank you very much, LSU. I appreciate that. I had a birthday. Uh, here's another one. Hey, guys. What's up? Dave in Salt Lake for Dave. work. I'm Dave. sorry to call in yet again. No, I'm not sorry. I'll take a break next week, but no. every no, week, you guys, I, I got to bring something up Yeah. that you guys hit on. And I, you guys, I still got 92 minutes left, but I'm not calling in again. Uh as far as Judge Wapner, he oh, was Wapner. the OG. He was great. Doug yeah. Llewellyn, that name yeah. made me laugh my it's ass great. off. And actually, there's no wipers yes. today. It's and how you know? I was just thinking of is Doug Llewellyn will be like you know people will be like no nah, that's bullshit like I I signed the lease but it didn't say anything about having to maintain the carpets and then and he'd be like well sorry Llewellyn always yeah. twisted that knife yeah and then he'd go. Rusty's got some papers for you to sign. And then the bailiff was like the paper guard. Like he not, I thought the the bailiff just kept order in the court in case some, something popped off, but also he had to do paperwork at the end. I, why was Rusty the keeper of the, of the contracts? Yeah. It seems like uh weird. Yes. Rusty, responsibility. Rusty's got some papers for you to sign. Sonny, it's nice out. So oh. don't worry about that. Oh, his wipers. Hold on. I think I stepped on him. I'll try not to stop him again. I think he was talking about his, that was his wipers that we, um, that we heard in his car multiple times. He's called in with his wipers going. Um, uh, you guys, Miller life, uh, MGD. There's no question. If I had to choose one, I would take Miller high life. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're okay. both awful beers. So no, um, hey, no, but, but one is much better than the other. MGD. No, no. MGD sucks. Miller High Life is good. And, you know, we've got to we take our victory wherever we can. Yeah. We at least had to establish that he was going to say that it's awful. MGD. I'll and, take yeah. that victory. I, mean, he was all I know he's place. trying to bring High Life yeah, down with it, yeah, but yeah. I'm just going to I'm going to yeah. choose to accept that he's saying you're on the bright side. Uh, here. MGD is bad. Yeah, no, I it is bad. High Life is good. And we've been getting a lot of High Life. Yeah, love, love on Twitter. Life. Yes, people love High Life, and I'll, I'll tell you what: summer comes around, the sun comes out. Right now, it's very gloomy here. That sun comes out. There's, there's definitely going to be some High Life going in the backyard during the I summer. Think, yeah, I think this weekend I'm going to have to. Oh, that sounds really nice. Just ice cold in that clear, in that clear glass bottle. It's a beautiful bottle. <sighs> got to be out of the bottle, out of the can. It just doesn't hit the same. It's got to be out of that beautiful clear glass bottle. He is absolutely the worst. Um, I don't even think they make butt dry anymore. Succession, Ed, great, the best though. show. I, I did message you. I had to stop for a second. Best show on TV. You guys know how I feel about The Wire. You can't com- can't compare with The Wire. Of course not. Probably the best show since Homeland. I didn't know. So I bet my do- my brother a hundred bucks. I forgot because it's been so long. Who's going to be holding the reins at the end? I had no idea this was the last season. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. I'm, I got for hundred bucks. I got Roman. 
Don't care. He's got Greg. I totally forgot about Greg. I don't know how they're going to wrap this up in uh, two episodes, even though one's like a movie, full-length movie or something like that. Hour and a half, oh, hour and 45 yeah, minutes. Week. But Ed's right. They what? say it's such a weird dialogue. I mean, it's very sophisticated. It's funny. Show, and the way a bunch of rich fucks act. Yeah. You know, it would be like the Murdochs. But who do you guys got? That's my question. Who is... If some If there's going to be a, 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 a Last Man Standing who's got control of Waystar... Royco, is it? Who is it? Because I think it is Greg now. Yep. You want to answer? David and I have been conversing on the side about speculation. I, you know, I, I think ultimately it goes to uh, Kendall. But he's the only one. Like it's right. right? Like he's he was in line the whole time. Right. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I, I won't know. I won't know because I will not resume the show. And. I that reminds me. I still haven't. I still haven't you, picked up Better you Call Saul. Resume it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unlikely I resume it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I fucked up, yep. and uh, that's it. Yeah, and also, yeah, Judge Judy. She is a baller. From what I understand, for the last seven, ten years, she's the highest paid yeah. TV host. Period. I think she's. Uh, close to a billionaire. I think she makes five hundred. I like he's five hundred million dollars a year. I like how now. he's saying shit that I mean, we said TV back to period, us. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yep. All right, fellas. A uh, lot of yes and um, succession. I cannot wait to hear your predictions on who is going to be the uh, CEO. Okay. All right, guys. Take care. See you. Bye. Look. Okay. This is this is where we talk about the tiered thing, but it yeah. doesn't have to be a tiered thing. Yeah. I, I will I will uh, discuss in detail when the uh, with the last episode with, oh. with David on oh. the side. Oh, okay. Um, I will. And look, this probably isn't very popular, but uh, between season three and four, Shiv really carb loaded, right? Like there was a lot of pop. Yeah. There was a, there was some lasagnas involved. Like there, there was a lot of, there was a Listen, lot of meetings. Happens happens. to the best of it us. Does. Hey, look, look, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one to talk. Like she started making money. She's Australian. So, you know, they love those meat pies down there but it's they got to shoot her a whole different way now i'm a fan though i like her i I think she should get it here's another one hey ballers this is mateo matt and finley checking it's been a while i'm sorry i've been a well he's got a lot of stuff going on yeah that's kind of the reason for my call today i need your input ed and brian i trust your judgment I'm a roughly right around 50 year old yeah. Uh, yeah. father of five, God living dear. in northwestern Whoa. Ohio. Are you Mormon? You're not Mormon because you're boozing all the time. That's too many <laughs> kids, buddy. I'm sure you love them all equally and whatnot, but that's so many. I think you're a lawyer, so you know you can afford them. But come on, the buddy. Mormon dudes that I went to the game with in Phoenix—they yeah. all had like five apiece. Yeah, that's so Six many. Piece. That's so many. That's a lot. That's so many. Well, I've recently accepted a position. I'm moving to the big city of Cincinnati. Shut up. Congrats. Huge change for me. Yeah. The town I'm living in now is about 40,000. So taking the trek down 75 a couple hours to the yep. big city of Cincinnati. Yep. That's right where Katie Shady resides. Yep. So maybe she can chime in as well. She can. As to what I can expect. Somebody be making a huge move later this summer with my family and Am I nuts Congrats. for doing this? No, not at all. It's look, no. It's good. To, yeah. It's good to mix it up in totally. life. Give yourself a new challenge. Yes, That's I don't great. think I, I. I don't know the numbers, but I don't think Cincinnati is 
like no. you're moving to New York City. No. You're, you're moving to a small city. Yes. You'll, be, you'll be fine. A small, big city. Totally. Am I crazy this stage of my life? That's very. That's a pretty small town. I no, mean, but forty thousand is not that small, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my my hometown was like eight thousand. Yeah, it was a tiny town. But yeah, but you're but there's all towns around it. You know, yes, you go yes, to a town yes. next to it. And, you know, there's still people there. Yes. Yeah. True. Life for doing it. It's just it's slightly more money, and the yeah. idea of living in a city that actually has shit to do in it. I like it. Really. Yes kind of appeals to me yeah you gotta you gotta go to um katie and her husband's pub motor pub and see some you like live music there's they got live music every night there you go there and if they took our suggestion there's yeah. gonna be a nice portrait of johnny that's Fever right on the that's wall. right and venus flytrap absolutely right. maybe even Agreed. less yes so let me know what you think plus i love it. i'd be able to go to all your favorite teams games that's Brian right back that's yeah. right the bangles i'd be right in the heart of joe burrow like yep I'm looking for your input and feedback. Then I also see it. earlier in this I week a there. story coming out of Loveland, which is just outside of Cincy, about a woman who defecated on the altar mm. inside oh. the chapel at Good Samaritan Hospital. Oh, this is really taking hospital. a turn. Yeah. Now, I see that <laughs> the defecator was yeah. from Loveland. Yeah. Again, which is kind of a suburb just outside the 275 okay. loop. You're kind of rambling here. I don't, I don't like where this is located, going. Whether that's yeah. in Loveland or whether she came yeah. into Cincinnati <laughs> proper to take this a shit on the get, altar. I'm not man sure. local talk. But that yeah, gives me some hesit- hesitation. Yeah. So, well, oh, yeah, because big cities. This happens. Katie needs to chime in and give me the heads up as to whether, you know, the altar defecator from Loveland yeah. should be something that should give me pause. Yeah. But I'm looking for some input. I appreciate it. Again, PBLS yep. Nation, stay strong. Mateo's out. Hunter, Hunter, Mateo, I could see your, your – Congrats on yeah. the, the bump and pay. Yep. Do it. New adventure. Do it. Buddy. Absolutely. Do it. Go go to the big town. Go also Katie, – Katie Shady will buy – will get your house. She's a realtor. So like, look, right. you got, you got, she knows, she knows the best spots to, to use the restroom. That's right. That's right. She knows, she knows <laughs> where you can go, you know, on the way to yoga or whatever. She'll take care <laughs> of you. I think you got to do it. It sounds fantastic. Um, you're all over it. I think you know what to do. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, Ed. Oh boy. Back. <sighs> Looks like it. Three minutes. Also, he's figured out a way. There's no transcription available, but I see he's used the entire three minutes. <laughs> Here we go. What, what, let's what, let's guess what what family is the is the the rant going to be about? I'm going to say it's something Dodger. Oh no, Lakers! It's Lakers. It's it's Anthony Davis. And I think it's going to be oh. how uh, how people are jealous of. Yeah. Of the LA teams, yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. Well, that is you know true. He, he loves. He loves yeah. to talk about how everyone's yeah. jealous. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The haters. Yeah, haters. Oh, there's a lot of haters out there. Let's see. Now he left this on Friday. Oh, Friday. I believe the Lakers got smoked on Saturday. So yeah. So this is maybe he's maybe he's puffing his chest up that the Lakers were going to do well. Let's see. Ryan. Easy Eddie. Yep. What is up, fellas? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Long time, no talk. Yep. You guys haven't realized you guys are basically my complaint box for everything. Huh. Hmm. Calling the show for like seven years. New complaint. Oh, new complaint. Once again, Hollywood's 
Strikes Back. Oh, Hollywood. And it can't be Woke. because of those two Woke, yeah. Writers Guild oh. dudes that are uh, protesting. Tools. Well, hold on. Ed, as you know, I support labor. And I do. And no one, no one wants the fat cats to keep the money. I want it spread amongst the workers. But the problem is, is these writers are very active on Twitter and stuff. They and are I, fucking up. They are fucking up Twitter. Yeah, I want them to get their stuff for but sure. They deserve what they're. Of course, there's all of course. kinds of ways in the new streaming world yes. that the studios are trying to fluff up all the yes. all the content creators. Yes. And so we stand with them. Of course. Like, yes. Yeah. But it's, man, I don't want to have Twitter, to see it. Twitter has been rough. Yeah. Lately. I want to just, just kind of got to mute that, but get your money, get your bag. Striking because they can't make a living off 150 grand a year. Well, that's not, no, that's not my right. I mean, that's when they have a job. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's hard to get jobs. They're freelancers. Manuel, Manuel? What you're doing, you're siding with people, with billionaires making more billions. Yes. That's what you're siding with. The, the, the writers are like you, Manuel. They're tradesmen. They go job to job. Freelancing. My you issue. You don't cheer for the house in Blackjack. No, of course not. Florida Jones. Urgh. Oh, my God. Delaware Jones. Oh, oh. What's going on? Indiana. I don't know. Jones. Oh, oh, he's pissed about I mean, Indiana Jones. Are we for real, Hollywood? What? No. I don't even think they got the boofer. I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm Did able. He say Delaware Jones. Yeah, he's so he's making a joke about because Indiana's the name of a state. So then he said some other states mm. in front of Jones. Okay, like that's funny. But there is a new Indiana Jones and. What's his name is 80 years old. Well, they like de-aged him. Yeah, they de-aged him, but they still move like an old man. And, I read a headline that yeah. there were the studios are worried because it only got like a six minute ovation at camp. <laughs> These ovations, Ed. These ovations are yeah. out of control every year. They're getting worse. The, um, they're the, saying it was a, be- a tepid reaction because yeah. it got six or six seven minutes. minutes. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon got an ovation as long as the movie, and the movie's like four and a half hours. Like what? Oh, like, what is? What are these ovations? Like how? How long can you stand there clapping? It hurts your hands it after is. like ten a, seconds. A good like ten, fifteen second ovation. Just the fact that you stood up is enough. You stand up, you clap for a couple seconds, and you sit your fucking ass back down. These ovations are so long. Ella Booth to come in and he's not know, in this get one. Some young no, blood no. to Indiana Jones because he's problematic. Honestly, I won't know because I'm not going to watch it. No. It's kind of far-fetched for me to buy into the fact that oh, no. a dude that's 80 years old is jumping. I can't listen anymore. Thanks for that, Manuel. Here's another one. Hey, hey guys. Uh, it's your good buddy, Mark the Nomad. Oh, Mark here. the Nomad. Um, just calling to follow hey, up on one of the stories we talked about last week about oh. the thin-lipped, crazy uh, Utah Mormon wife that killed her husband and then yes. wrote a children's book about it. Uh, yeah. was arrested for his murder. Um, she quick follow. She fentanyled his Moscow mule. That's right. And it was her second attempt. We understood. He she he he had told his buddies, "Hey, I think um she had some crazy name." He's like, "I think uh Tracy's trying to kill me." 
but then he continued to accept drinks from her and live in the same <laughs> house as her. She may be trying to kill me, but sure, I'll take that mixed yeah, drink. That's looks- <laughs> so, I'm parched over here. Could you mm. could you make me something? Not like make you made sure, it the last make time. Sure you put it in a pewter cup. <laughs> Follow up. Uh, could be wrong. Nope. Didn't really read too deep into it. Would have evolved a lot more reading than I wanted to. But um, I'm pretty sure that after she failed at uh, killing him the first time on the Valentine's Day fentanyl dose, um, he went and changed his will and all of his life insurance policies that she had taken out on him without his knowledge. He caught wind of it and changed all that shit. So not only did, um, you know, when she often thinking she was going to get fucking rich. Yeah. It was all changed and probably went to his kids or hopefully went to his fucking kids. I mean, Christ. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, piece of shit. (laughs) But again, who's the joke on? Because he's dead. He's like, I got you, bitch. You're not not getting any of my money when I'm dead next week. Like, like, you know, she's trying to kill you. What good does it do to change the, the, Will I think it's like what Hamilton did to Burr. He wrote in his memoir, I'm not going to try to, or his his diary, I'm not going to try to shoot Burr. And then if he dies in the duel, it makes Burr look shitty. And all he was doing was assassinating Burr's character his whole life. So it's like, you know you're going down, but at least you can fuck with the person who leads to your demise. Now, are you sure he didn't write it in his will where he's like, I won't be shooting Burr in a duel because I'll end up looking like a fool. And then it was like, and also he was black. What he stands for, I don't care. I'm going to shoot this pistol in the air. Exactly. I've got an itchy trigger finger. Uh... And the geometry teacher used a hard R. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Hey, guys. Kyle and Scotty here. Oh, Kyle and Scotty. Oh. Uh, you were talking about uh, the butchering of rabbits or yeah. something like that. Yep. Some backup uh, yeah, from The Bachelor. We, at the farm here, we do butcher our own and take it to the meat locker or whatever, and they process it for us. But... Uh, yeah, we get a shitload of meat out of a cow, but fuck yeah, you do. Fucking raising a rabbit, what are you gonna get? Like one meal out of that? Exactly. I, I guess I don't really understand that. Um, I guess anyway, so many of them. Yeah, so uh, many. Keep her baller. Yeah. Later, guys. Out. And they have big litters. It's better to just have one big ass cow and a bunch of little. Yeah. Bunnies. And oh, also, the I don't phrase, the phrase "fuck like rabbits." Like they, they just procreate like crazy. Yeah, they procreate like. And I don't, I don't I'm not into like I eat chicken. I'm not into like little rabbit. little bones. Right. You know, yeah. like people eating frog legs. Like I don't want to picture yeah. the frog or like you ever have like quail or anything like yeah, that. Bones yeah, are so I, tiny. I, yeah, it, yeah, it's a, it's a little disturbing. Yeah, but but like I, I think our position was I don't want to kill the rabbit and it's weird if you like take something on as a pet and like care for it and then kill it yeah but at the same time like yeah people kill things as long, right. if you're not a vegetarian you're you you're not taking a stand life eats life buddy i agree with you there okay a lot of voicemails this week some really good ones and one that wasn't <laughs> you'll be darbo oh what up ed what up ed um hey, darbo. first of all i too brian use the 
pull-out method right. I have my entire life. It works great. Other than in two instances. That's right. Which are the reason I have two boys. You got to be disciplined. Now, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, oh, you know, there's there's sperm in the pre-seminal fluid. But you gotta, you gotta ejaculate it. You gotta shoot. Her cervix needs to open up, which usually it's like it's super technical. Yeah, it starts. You know, the the cervix when when a when a woman orgasms or is close, the cervix starts to actually like like um like sort of like grab out in front of it. It wants to pull that semen in there. So you really got to shoot it in there. They try to trick you with that. Oh, you could get them pregnant from the pre seminal fluid. No, no, no. You can't. You just got to be disciplined. Don't hold on for that first shot. You you take it out and you just give it a couple tugs and get it out yourself. That's that's just good science. Uh, secondly, can we talk a little bit about Michael Block from this weekend? Ed, you, are you familiar with the story? No. <laughs> it was literally the biggest story in sports this weekend. Michael Michael Block. <laughs> I love this. So, in, and I know you're not a golf fan, but the... the you can't... You, hey, hang on a second. What? You what? cannot say the biggest story in sports and the NBA playoffs and... It's it, bigger. Like, even, no, yes. it's not bigger than Open your NBA Twitter playoffs. right now. You'll see a story about it. It's the biggest story in sports. The, the, at, the, at the PGA... To, the PGA Championship, which is a major tournament... It happened this weekend. It happened this weekend. And you know how like sometimes like local pros, I don't know how it works because I'm cool. I don't know about stupid shit like this, but like, like guys that aren't like on the tour can qualify for these things somehow. Oh, like tin cup, like tin cup. It's exactly like tin cup. There's a great, that's a great reference, except he used to be a pro, but this guy was never a pro. So the, the local pro at the, at a course here in mission Viejo, Michael Block was playing in the in the PGA the PGA it's called the PGA oh, yeah. championship super, super huge thing yes and he <laughs> played not only did he make the cut but he finished the tournament in fifteenth place he won like almost three hundred grand he made a hole in one it was a huge thing because it's never happened it hadn't happened in like fifty years that somebody that a that a qualifier had finished this high. Now they're probably going to make a movie about him. There's, uh, there's, he was on the Today Show, Good Morning America. He's been on sports everywhere. He's everywhere. You can't get away from him. You can't escape this guy unless your name is Ed Daly, which is it's actually really impressive that you're not aware that Michael Block made had this incredible weekend. That's what Darb's talking about. So as no, you know, great. Michael Block is the head tour professional coach teacher he's a, at our local club you know what his t- title is it's pro he's a professional local pga tour pro which means you give lessons and you work at the golf course royal and i don't know michael block i don't i mean he seemed like an okay guy on television i mean he did he fake that he didn't know he had a hole in one and he fake he didn't know he was playing with rory but that's neither here nor there yes the problem with michael block may not be him, but the golf course, they love him. That's true. So much. That's true. You can't walk into the pro shop. You can't walk into the bar without everybody asking you if you know Michael Block or did you see Michael Block or did he, did you see he shot a 59 at Arroyo? Yeah. They constantly just blow him like there's no tomorrow. And then it's, 
secondly, they're yeah. the biggest bunch of assholes yeah. at a golf course it's, I've ever met in my it's, entire it's, life. It's white guys that golf a lot, Brad. Like, what do you, yes. That's <laughs> what, like, what more description do you need? They're rude from the minute you walk into the clubhouse. That is true. Till you finally get off the course. There's so, no bigger dick in the world than the golf course starter. And I don't understand why. You pay 200 bucks to play some golf, and he's like, hey, are you ready? Let's go. Get the fuck. Like, there's such dicks to you. I don't understand it. I'm, but I'm not a golfer. You know? I mean, I've, I occasionally play golf, but I'm very bad. And I don't hang around golf courses because I'm cool. Worst experience at that golf course is the first 25 yes. minutes that you have to get to your car to when you can get to the first team. Yeah. Will I root for him next week at Colonial? 100%. Yes. If he shot an 85 on Thursday yes. or a 90, I think I stole that from you, B. Yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed either. So sure. that's my take on old Michael Block. Hope he does now well next weekend. Yes. Um, love your show. Yes. So it's like, it's kind of like, remember that Dennis Quaid movie where he was like a teacher? Uh, yeah. And then he, then he was on the Rays. But it's actually even like kind of more impressive than that. Oh, my God. He's, Darbo's called back. It's more impressive than You'll pitching be- in the majors? <laughs> yes. yes. Jesus. <laughs> what kind Darbo- of old white guy world are I mean, you living in? I mean, I, I, see, oh I see what you're saying. I'm just no. stunned that you were able to avoid this story because I have not been. I'm. I do not seek out this information, and it's it's everywhere around me. I, now, honestly, like, just, yeah. I, I'm not pretending. Yes. Like sometimes yeah. I know when a yeah. major's going on. Like yeah. the the thing I do know yeah. is a guy from Live Golf wanted. That's like, right, Brooks Kepka. I knew that much. Yes, I knew it existed. I I didn't hear this guy's name. Yes, I, I, I don't know anything about him. Brooks. But, Bro- yes, but. You know, any sport where you can play with a heater in your mouth. Do not tell me it's more impressive also, than a guy making the fucking majors as like a high school teacher. Also, take a look at Michael Block, who is, I mean, it's big too because it's a local story. He played, he's the pro at this That's co- why this you haven't over. avoided it because he's a local guy. I know, but it's not like, it's not like I've been watching the local news. Like it's all over my Twitter and I don't follow any like local accounts. It just, it's, I don't know. Oh, he's, yeah. I see he sinks a hole in one. What am I looking at? Yeah. Well, look at his face. Take a look at that guy. Okay. Ed, how fucking old is this guy? How old is this fucking guy, Michael Blockhead? Okay. He... I guess he's a decent-looking dude. Yeah. I'd, I'd fuck him. I'd say he's... Fif- 51. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's... I'm like, they gotta be setting him up. He can he can go on the Champions Tour. He'll do well out there. And look, I don't... I got nothing against this guy like Darb in the OC. Um... That guy's 46. Darby said he was cheering for him. Yeah, he's not. That guy was 46. That guy's 46. Wait, I'm he's, older than him? Yeah, you're older than that guy. <laughs> right? It's a lot of sunshine out there on the golf course. You guys got to wear that sunscreen. Take care of that skin. Yeah. Okay. Darb's got more to say on this. Well, again, I heard calling in twice is like a thing, so yeah, yeah. I thought I'd do it. Yeah. Um, Darb's a real disruptor. Wrong, on a Just oh, he's case. still going. Like, 
He's talking about his local golf club where this guy works. Like this is Darp. Oh, so he belongs to the the club. Well, it's not a it's not a membership place, but yeah, he plays there. So yeah, he it's it just happens to be local to us. And look, I go there and I play with these guys, and it's too hard for me. I don't really like playing there, and also it's two hundred bucks, which is too much. But surprisingly, where I live, there's not that much golf around. So this is just kind of where. I go and play with these guys and they're good at golf. And so I think it's, it's hits close to home because they hate the people that play at that course. And they also play there. And so look, this is a local story, but it was also a big story that some people didn't know. One of the people that worked there happens to be a listener of yours. I love the golf course. It's no, my most favorite golf. Course. No one listens to me there. Um, and we play it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> one, one guy I that we play with this celebrity fellow says it's relatively easy. Yeah. When he was about a 10 handicap, yeah. shot a 69 there. He's talking about Travis Rogers. Odds of yeah. somebody shooting, yeah. you know, 69, 70. I don't remember exactly nice. what it was, but it yeah. was at least two or three under par. Yeah, I think it was two under par. For a 10 handicap, it yeah. means pretty unreal. Yeah. So I do love the golf course. Yep. It's just the people there. No, I agree. Awful. But that's, uh, that's all golf courses. Anyway, yeah. all I got. Yeah. Have a great week. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. Think that- that's ninety five percent of why I kind of tailed yeah. off with playing golf. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like the, the atmosphere yes. at the course. I agree with you a hundred percent. I go there with my buddies. At the club, not not the course itself. Yeah. I'm saying like at the club. I totally. don't like that. Yes, the an- ancillary, um, the the getting in and out. Basically, what Darb is saying. I agree. I like a nice municipal course, and there's one down here in San Clemente, but you can never get on. I don't know. It's not. It's not important. Okay. Let's read some voicemails. Thank you for that, Darb. Hello, dear friend. I know that you are a big Lakers, Dodgers, and Kings fan. Do you get really excited when a player from one of those teams gets injured or the team loses? Regards, G. Fish, a Royal Tribuco member. That's the golf course. Not on the waiting list like some people. Uh, no, I don't. I'm. Uh, what, what is this like re- referencing something? Like know. why? Why would you be a fan of their them yes, getting? Hurt? I don't. I. I am. I support my team unless. Well, I will admit though that I'm kind of out on the LeBron James version of the Lakers. I like true Lakers like Austin Reeves and Kobe Bryant, despite the fact that he did rapes. Okay, that's 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 the Lakers I like. But I would never root for them to lose unless you know they've had to go on a long flight. Here's another one. Hey, ballers, Drew and Phoenix here. It's that time of year again. My birthday is this week. Happy belated birthday, Brian, as well. I think yours passed recently. That's true. Thank you. A few comments on this. I am in the same boat as you guys about most things birthday related. The worst things you could do for me on my birthday is to one, sing to me, of course, and two, gather masses to give me attention. I don't like it the day before or after my birthday, and I don't like it on that day either. My wife thinks this is blasphemy. This is hitting close to home. I'll I'll elaborate. My wife thinks this is blasphemy, though she honored my wishes in the past with small get-togethers. This year, I think she was trying to plan a roast. Oh, my God. Whoa. The absolute horror I'm going to be living in until next weekend is unfathomable. Knowing this possibility exists, her heart is in the right place. Of course it is. But I think, quote, birthday people are truly unable to help themselves. Send positive vibes. The next thing I wanted to mention about birthdays 
is what I find to be the most boring conversation in the history of human interaction. This conversation is the one you have when you meet someone who shares a birthday with you. I feel like Larry in an episode of Curb when this happens, like I'm the only asshole on earth who doesn't find it interesting. There's 8 billion people on earth and 365 days. If we're nine years apart, there's genuinely nothing to talk about. Are we supposed to be friends now that we found out our dads decided not to pull out around the same time of year, a decade apart? What's even worse is people who think it's interesting to have a birthday around... (laughs) Sorry. Around the same time as yours. That's not even worth being called a coincidence. Am I... (laughs) Am I being a Scrooge about this? Yeah, but I think it's justified. Thanks for the content. This is one of the only places I can voice these grievances and not feel like a maniac. Well, Drew, I'm, uh, yes, I think we're in the same boat. And isn't that, isn't that kind of coincidental that, that our birthdays aren't that far apart? But I will say this. I, um, like I, my girlfriend's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, nothing. I don't want to do anything for my birthday. And she's like, oh, we could, you know, do this. And she's like, and she's genuinely into it. And I think she was kind of like, didn't didn't get the fact that I'm just not. I don't like that kind of attention. It just ma- it really makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know why. It's the way I was raised or the time of year I was born. But then she took it to mean that I didn't want my birthday even mentioned at all. It's not acknowledged. Yeah. So it's like, so when I, when I, you know, when I leave for work in the morning, she's asleep and I was like, Hey, um, you know, I'll give her a kiss goodbye. And I'm like, see you later. Love you. And she, and she's like, okay, happy birthday. And then like the whole day went by and I'm like, fuck, you're not even going to text me. (laughs) Happy birthday. And then I was like, scared her off. Yes, I did. And it was my fault because she's like, you, I go, I guess I've been sending mixed messages. And she's like, no, she's like, you said, don't do anything for my birthday, which she took to mean don't acknowledge my birthday. So I guess I'm like Drew in that sense where I don't want a party. I don't want gifts. I don't, it just, it's really, if there's a lot of people there, it's just, it's too much attention, but it is nice to get a text from people, you know, Hey, happy birthday. And all Ed, you texted me. Lots of people did. And I really appreciate it on my birthday. It's nice. It's nice to be acknowledged, but fuck. Could you imagine a roast? Oh, nightmare fuel. Um, yeah, I'm sort of with you. So what I like about my birthday is the band three eleven. It's kind of, it's kind of a guarantee. You get the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Day to yourself. Oh, you, Oh, you get a blowjob. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. You, You get the greatest gift. Yeah. And, um, and then, like, you can, like, I want this for dinner. Like, yeah. whatever. You get to yeah. call, like, that. Yes. And, like, uh, my birthday was on a Friday, and one of my buddies knew it was my birthday yeah. and was like, hey, let's let's go out for a boozy lunch. And yeah. got, like, a couple yep. other friends, and they're like, hey, we're going to go out for lunch on Ed's birthday. But, yep. like, it wasn't like we're having a party and yep. speech and stuff like that. It was just, hey, Let's make a point of some friends going out and totally. having a boozy lunch. Yeah, like that's, that. Yes, that is the type of like birthday party. Like it wasn't a party. Yep. It was just hey, this is a, a reason for us to to get out. This yes, time. totally. So the that's I like that kind of birthday. I stuff. totally agree with you. So last year, so it seems like on my birthday week, it seems to work out. The baseball schedule works out that there's um, there's always a midweek 
businessman special at Dodger Stadium, like within a couple days of my birthday. So mm-hmm. last year, me and Shay and Travis, the three of us, just went to a game and had a few beers and watched the Dodgers. I think they played the Diamondbacks. Justin Turner had a home run. It was great. You know, just like a nice little afternoon. And then so then this year, I did the same thing with my kids. Me and my kids, we went to Philippe's and got a French dip, went to Dodger Stadium, watched the game. If it's, you know, afternoon in the sunshine, we got a sunburn. That's like my perfect birthday. It's like a low key thing where everybody gets together and does something I like to do. Yes. So I agree with you. Yes. Another one. A lot of lot of input this week. I, I love it. Ballers. I enjoyed the brief posthumous discussion of Jerry Springer on last week's episode. And Ed is right. The dollop episode on him was fantastic. The public perception of him will always be weird to me. I'm in my early 40s and grew up in Cincy. Are we Eskimo brothers, Andy? Is (laughs) there something I need to know? You're pointing out a detail here that makes me a little concerned. A little here. too close yes. to home. Yeah. What's going on here? So my memory of him was mostly formed after the politics and prostitute bits, but before the Jerry Springer show. He was actually the most popular newsman in Cincinnati for several years from the late 80s to the early 90s. In a way, he was kind of the Ron Burgundy of the city. You knew he was a little weird and probably had some deals, as T. Raj would say. But everybody loved seeing him when they turned on the TV around dinner time. On another note, I have two toddlers at home, so naturally I find myself listening to a lot of music from the movie Frozen and its various, various sequels and offshoots. This got me wondering about Josh Gad, who... That's who, a tough thing to wonder. Who about. Ed's buddy Saro says I look like. How fucking rich is this is that guy? True? Yes. The voice <laughs> of car of cart of a cartoon snowman in several highly marketed Disney flicks, and also the lead in a long Broadway run of a musical that was way better than Hamilton. That has to add up. Andy and Andy. Ed, how fucking rich is this guy? Oh wait. How fucking, oh, I put it on, see, we got to figure this out because the, how fucking rich is I is on a different board now. How about this? How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Josh Gad, I don't know if that's somebody people know. I don't really know who he is other than to know that it's very insulting to be compared to him physically. <laughs> I, I know he's a song and dance guy. I don't know well, that. If I've, he I've, came from, he's Book of Mormon is what Andy was. was uh, oh, really? He's, is that how he came up? I, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what he's talking about. Yes. But I'm, I'm looking on his IMDb page. Yes. And it's not a lot. Like uh-huh. he's. He's he's Olaf from uh, yep. Frozen, which yep. was massive. Yep, but like, and he probably gets. He's probably they're doing sequels, Ed. There's always going to be sequels. But they're not giving you, points. You get like, ele- you know, but Disney, things elevate. They elevate, yeah. yeah. But like, I 
He's just been like in yeah. some. Yeah, he was a chiropractor in an episode of Curb. Like that's a good one. Yep. He, he's not. You don't see any big paydays. And and Broadway, I don't. I don't think he was getting paid no. big. But like, mm-hmm. it's got to be worth something. Yeah. I'm going to say he's worth like. Which, if I was worth this, I'd be over the moon. Oh yeah. But I'm going to say he's worth like. 10 to 15. I'm going to say 15 just because everyone's always higher than I think. My instinct is 10, but I'm going to say 15. Josh Gad is an American actor who has a net worth of $14 million. Whoa, this is like the closest I've ever come. That's true. Josh Gad is best known for playing Elder Cunningham in the hit Broadway musical The Book of Mormon, which earned him a Tony nomination. And voicing Olaf in Disney's Frozen franchise, he has appeared in more than thirty films, including The Rocker. Is that the one? Is that the one where um, Marky Mark takes over for Judas Priest? No, that's Rockstar. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know Be- the Rocker. Beauty and the neither do I. Beauty and the Beast, Murder on the Orient Express. Josh had a regular role on Fox's Back to You from two thousand seven to two thousand eight. NBC 1600 Pen, FX is the comedians, and guest star oh, on so you know what that was? I, no. I never saw it, but I remember yeah. the comedians, I think, was Josh Gad and Billy Crystal. Oh, it was one of those ones that I was like, it, it, hard pass gets thrown around a what lot, a combo. But, that, but that was the hardest of passes. Um, so he was on New Girl, which was that um, that was a big show on Fox. He was on that for three seasons. So oh, that's some then, good money. Then he then this sounds low to me. Yeah, because yep. I bet for the Frozen sequel, he got five sticks for that. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's got some. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe he's in the maybe he's a twenty million dollar man at this. What, what he is New Girl? Like yeah. uh, that was a, a yeah. pretty big big size. Oh for sure. Uh, that was uh, Zoe Deschanel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like that that was a big enough show. Oh, for I didn't sure. watch it, but like it, it was around. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, no, he's a big deal. Okay. And handsome. Let's talk some not sports. <laughs> well it's time, it's time for not sports, not sports segment, segment on the baller lifestyle podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not, in fact, sports related? Well, we talked about the Cannes Film Film Festival is maybe it just finished or was going on the past week. Um, And somebody, a friend of the show was there, Johnny Depp, to promote his role. As Louis the Fifteenth in a French film this past week, first he asked not to be judged on the abuse case yes. and told people to do their own research. He also said he's proud of his rotting teeth, <laughs> and he also said, "I don't feel much further need for Hollywood." He, a lot going on with Johnny. Well, Johnny Depp, I don't know why he would ask to not be judged on the case where he was abused by that by his ex-wife, but uh, that was nice of him. To leave her out of that. Now I don't know why somebody would be proud of their rotting teeth. I and I did well, see see. Oh, I will say. No, I Johnny. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, to paraphrase uh, the great Martin Luther King, <laughs> judge me not by the abuse case or the color of my teeth, 
but rather the content of my character. <laughs> Do you, Johnny, is it, I looked at those teeth. Now, sometimes this happens to me and I have some veneers. I have some, I've broken some teeth in my life. And so, and I, I think mine are more prone to show this up. When I drink a little bit of red wine, I really get that kind of like stained teeth look until I brush my teeth. Could this have been a red wine situation or is it mostly um, cocaine involved that have your teeth looking like that? I, I have to be honest. Um, um, I, I, I had a recent trip to the dentist oh, and the dentist yeah. had the gall. Yes. The temerity. Yeah. To tell me that I'm not supposed to be brushing my teeth with wine. <laughs> really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting News to me. I've been doing this since I was 14 as I grew up in France. Yeah, because, you know, this is what we do. You know, I've heard, you know, you're not Johnny. You're from Kentucky in Florida. You didn't grow up in France. You're no, just, I, I, you know, as I said, I don't, have, I don't have a need for Hollywood. I'm making <laughs> French films about Louis yes. the 14th. But do you, you don't even speak French. You were married to a French woman for a while and you have half French oh. children, I guess. Well, yes, I'm. You're not I'm French. In character. I'm in character as Louis the Fifteenth. I'm, I'm hooking up with Madame Pompadour on the side, and I'm, uh, I'm fearing Robespierre. <laughs> Were you? What's next for you, Johnny? You're doing. You've done this. Now you've done a movie in French. Is it? You know, re reboots are really popular now. Any any thoughts on reconnecting with Richard Grieco after your? You know, you famously had that falling out when you made eye contact in a during spit roast. I know you've stayed close with, uh, with, uh, uh, uh Peter Deloise, son of yes. the great Dom. Yes. And of course, Harry Aoki, who's your close friend. Any, any thoughts on reconnecting with them and doing an, a new version of 21 jump street? Well, the gang and I have, uh, have kicked around some ideas and, uh, I'm, I'm happy to report, you know, since I'm, Operating outside the Hollywood system, I've decided to make my own movie. Oh, uh huh. Mortimer with, Three with the gang. Yeah, but oh. uh, you know, unfortunately, it won't be as Officer Tom Hansen. Oh, that's I'm, too I'm, bad. But it's going to be the gang: Deloise, yeah. Aoki. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll even check to see if uh, Holly Robinson wants oh, to show up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, we are going to make a movie and get this. Yes, it's going to be about um, Nike and. <laughs> They, how they were able to get Michael Jordan to wear their shoes after the 1985 <laughs> NBA draft and in 1984 Johnny, NBA draft. Johnny, that, that is a fan. That's a really good idea for a movie. But Ben Affleck has just made that movie. It's already, it's, mm. it's in the theater right now. It's out. Let me point Affleck, to uh, the fact that in the mid '90s there were two Prefontaine movies. There were two movies <laughs> yes. about uh, a meteor hitting Earth, Armageddon, and Deep Impact. Yes, yes. There was. There's a, two Dante's, volcanoes. Yes. Dante's Peak and uh, yes, I don't know. Yeah, another Volcano, one. Whatever yeah, it was called. Yes, yeah. uh, the Adams Family and the Monsters premiered yeah. in the same week. That is kind of weird. Hollywood loves. They're twosomes. Yeah. And so I am going to call it Air Part Two. <laughs> Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. 
Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. The week in sports and culture and whatever. Outcomers can nudge my brothers. Review in some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man. No one is above us. Five star. Even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS.